Okay, so the word that I have for you today is um, about the forgiveness of God. So this word you can hear millions of times and every time it will give you life. So uh, when we hear the word of God, when we hear um, the words of Jesus, faith comes to us. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So, um, but that that hearing is personal relationship with Jesus. So, the thing that brings faith to you is when Jesus speaks his words to your heart. That can be through a message, through a teaching like this one, uh, which I'm believing for is that God will um, speak to you, speak to your heart as you listen. But it can be while you read the word, listen to music, if you're out in nature, it can just drop in your heart, whatever. Um, So when we listen to a message about, for example, forgiveness, the thing that gives us life is to hear Jesus say it to us. So for example, to say, you are forgiven. When you hear that word in your heart, um, it releases life. Um, sin came into the world and death came in through sin. Okay, so so the the thing that that death uses, for example, to try to kill you, is sin. But when when we receive the forgiveness, it deals with the sin. The sacrifice of Jesus deals with the sin. So death loses its power over us. Um, any influence of death, darkness, destruction. Um, the whole fall of man loses its influence as we have faith in the blood of Jesus, as we have faith in the cross, as we have faith in the forgiveness of sins. So that forgiveness removes the the sort of the source of death from your life. And, um, and it's amazing just hearing that you're forgiven, the power of it. So it's a message that really releases power. I think... Something that's interesting about just power is when power is present, things seem easy. So when you um, when you walk in the power of God, there are certain things, when you walk in the grace of God, there are certain things that just seem easy. And sometimes you might not even connect it and real, realize like it's because of the grace that's manifested here. So you might come to a certain ministry where um, where they see miracles, like they see blind eyes and deaf ears as a normal thing. And when, you, when you're when you there and you do outreach with them, um, those things just happen and it's so easy um, because of the power that is manifested there. So, um, so, but while you're there, you almost, you know, sometimes you don't necessarily realize it, but the power makes the, um, the miracles, all of that happen, the faith, the, the grace. So, um, the same with forgiveness is there are certain things in your mind and in your heart that if you just try to take it on in your own strength, you, you feel like. Why am I not getting anywhere? <laughs> you know, it feels it feels hard. It feels like a struggle. Um, emotional things, things, uh, you know, things in the way that you think. All of that seems hard, and without His presence, it is uh, impossible to reign over those things. But the thing that 
that I've seen is when I am under the influence of the word of forgiveness, there is power released. It's like my mind goes out of one parameter of thinking into another. So I go from thinking according to these certain parameters to um, to just thinking according to the spirit. And it's easy. It's not hard. It's it's just like, it's just you literally, it's like your mind moves to a different space. <laughs> if you can say it like that. Um, nothing Nothing funny, but like, it's like you 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 have these dimensions in which you can think and then when that word of forgiveness is heard and believed it's like suddenly it's like those things become strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace you know um so so the word of forgiveness is releases power the forgiveness manifests christ so when the word of forgiveness is preached it's followed by a manifestation of the spirit so forgiveness releases life so now if we go um to acts for example acts 10 um it's just it's just such such a powerful revelation to have that something that can make the things that seem hard to you easy is the word of forgiveness. Acts 10 verse 43. To him all the prophets testify, bear witness that everyone who believes in him um, receives forgiveness of sins through his name. While Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell on all who were listening to the message. So Peter was preaching and the Holy Spirit was poured out as he was preaching the word. As he was preaching, especially uh, close to the end of his message, saying, anyone who ever believes in him receives, everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. So that's quite simple. What's the qualification here? Everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. That's just powerful. So faith in the forgiveness, uh, every, faith in him Faith in what he did for you releases um, life. It releases, you'll see the Holy Spirit was poured out. So now if we go to Romans 8, it says, Therefore, there is now no condemnation, verse 1, for those who are in Christ Jesus, who live and walk not after the dictates of the flesh, but after the dictates of the Spirit. Now if you read the context, is is it's, it's not like if you do something fleshly, now suddenly there is no condemnation because then there would be no salvation because everyone does does things that do not necessarily always manifest the Spirit. So um, the point is that there is no condemnation and it says if you've received the Holy Spirit, you that is the thing that that defines you. So... So just to understand that, that that second part of that verse isn't a disqualification of the no condemnation because then it would just cancel the first verse because everyone would just be condemned. <laughs> so it says there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the spirit of life which is in Christ Jesus has freed me from the law of sin and death. 
So the law of sin and death brought condemnation. The law of the spirit of life, which is in Christ Jesus, the law of our new being has freed me from the law of sin and death. So um, that is love, love in our hearts, the love of God. For God has done what the law could not do, being weakened by the flesh, um, sending his own son in the guise of sinful flesh and as an offering for sin, God condemned sin in the flesh, subdued, overcame, deprived it of its power over all who accept that sacrifice. So this is powerful. It says that God condemned sin. Okay, So if we think of Moses um, and the, the serpent that, that they put on the pole, if you look at John 3, anyone who looked to it was um, healed. And it's amazing because the very thing that afflicted them, the snakes, uh, in the wilderness, that they were bitten by snakes because of their disobedience, but God provided a way out for them by uh, having Moses put a bronze snake on a pole, on a cross, and when anyone looked at it, they were healed. So the very, th and that, that uh, the word says, cursed is anyone who hangs on a tree, for example. So it says that, that very thing that afflicted them was condemned. And when they looked at it, it was healed. So it says here, God condemned sin. So any sin that afflicts you, sin is to the soul what sickness is to the body. When, when anything that afflicts you was condemned in the flesh of Jesus, in the body of Jesus on the cross. Um, Colossians says, God nailed the note with its legal decrees and demands which stood against us to the cross. It says, so that the righteous and just requirement of the law might be fully met in us who live and move not in the ways of the flesh, but in the ways of the Spirit. Okay, For those who are according to the flesh are controlled by its unholy desires, set their minds on and pursue the things which gratify the flesh. Those who are according to the Spirit and controlled by the desires of the Spirit set their minds on and seek those things which gratify the Holy Spirit. Now the mind of the flesh is death, but the mind of the Holy Spirit is life and soul peace, both now and forever. Um, that is because, of, because the mind of the flesh is hostile to God, for it does not submit itself to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. I'm just um, looking for the verse. It says, Those who are living the life of the flesh cannot please or satisfy God. But then in verse 9 it says, because if you connect it to Romans 1, it says, There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. But you are not living the life of the flesh. You are living the life of the Spirit if the Holy Spirit of God really dwells within you. But if anyone does not possess the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. He does not belong to Christ, is not truly a child of God. So a clear distinction. Some people possess the Spirit of Christ, some do not. Whoever believes in him uh, is forgiven and, and the Holy Spirit comes and lives inside of them. So... Um, so it says, but if Christ lives in you, your body is dead by reason of sin and guilt. So, so you might experience some manifestation there, but it says the spirit is alive because of the righteousness. So that you've received life because of righteousness. And it says, and if the spirit of him who raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, then he who raised up Christ Jesus from the dead will also restore to life 
your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. So the spirit is alive because of righteousness. And now if that spirit abides in you, that it will he will restore to life your mortal body. So he is in you. But then also the fellowship, the word of forgiveness, the relationship being filled with the spirit in your soul releases life. And the word of forgiveness does that. The word of forgiveness opens the door for you to enter and have fellowship with God, into enter into his presence in your soul, your you enter into the Holy of Holies, the secret place of the Most High, through the body of Jesus that was broken and the blood that um, shed for you was shed for you. So um, that's the price that Jesus paid. So now, if we look at Hebrews ten, it says the following. I think it's around um. Well, verse 10, 10, verse 10, it says, In accordance with this will of God, we have been made holy, consecrated, and sanctified through the offering made once for all. So it's one offering. So you, you can't bring more offerings. You need to believe the gospel of the body of Jesus Christ. You can bring a sacrifice of praise, but it's not as a means of justification. You know, that's just bringing your body as a living sacrifice. But it's it's a, a relationship thing. It's a surrender thing. Uh, but it's not uh, to make you right before God. You are right because of faith in Jesus. Um, in verse 12, where is this one Christ offered, offered, after he offered a single sacrifice for our sins that shall avail for all time? sat down at the right hand of God. It says a single sacrifice for all time. So even in future sins, uh, it says for all time. So um, the the thing is, is when you actually believe this, when this w word is revealed to you, the uh, the sinful the desire, the sinful thing leaves because there is a power that is released in you that reigns over sin through the word of forgiveness. Uh, verse 14, for by a single offering he has forever completely cleansed and perfected those who are consecrated and made holy. Okay, so verse 17, he says, he then goes on to say, and their sins and their law breaking, I will remember no more. So if God doesn't remember it, who are we to, to remember it? So our minds need to be washed by the word of God. Okay. Um... Verse 18 says, Now where there is absolute remission, forgiveness, and cancellation of the penalty of these sins and law-breaking, there is no longer any offering made to atone for sin. So when you've received the offering of Jesus, you don't need to, to bring an offering um, to atone for sin. So it says, There is no longer any offering made to atone for sin. So it says, Therefore, brethren, since we have full freedom and confidence to enter into the Holy of Holies, by the power and virtue in the blood of Jesus, by this fresh, new, and living way, which he initiated and dedicated and opened for us through the separating curtain, the veil of the holies of holies, holy of holies, that is through his flesh. So we have we can enter into the holy of holies in the blood of Jesus and through his flesh. And we have a great high priest over the house of God. So let us come forward and draw near with true hearts. In unqualified, okay, 
in faith, okay? Amplified many words, having our hearts sprinkled and purified from a guilty evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. So the blood covers us, our soul, our bodies and our spirit is washed, completely renewed and we receive a new life. So the spirit is completely renewed in Christ. Christ is in you, your spirit, your spirit is in Christ and you are one like milk and coffee mixed together. There is a, a unity, uh, a union. But then the, your spirit, your soul and your body is still being saved. Um, the manifestation of what God has given you on the cross is still being manifested in your soul, in your body, through the fruit of the spirit, through the blood of Jesus, cleansing your conscience, and then also your body being washed uh, with pure water, your body being healed, um, the, the life of God touching your body. Okay, so I hope this word blessed you. If you haven't received Jesus, this thing is, um, in order for you to receive this forgiveness, you need to receive it. So so if I go to the shop and I buy you a gift um, and I pay for it, if you don't receive it, then it's like it's not yours, okay? So you're going to walk away without it. But if you receive it, it becomes yours. And that's the same with Jesus. He paid for the forgiveness, but he says, whoever believes in him, will never be condemned. Whoever believes in him um, is forgiven, but whoever does not believe is condemned already. So you, the condemnation is the condemnation that's in the world because of wickedness. Without Jesus, you, have, you, are, you have darkness inside of you, uh, in your spirit. But when, when, when you receive Jesus, he washes you and he gives you a new life and you become light. Um, the word says you were darkness, but now you are light. So after you've received Jesus. So if you would like that, um, just pray with me. Just say, Lord Jesus, come into my life. Forgive all my sins. Wash me clean with your blood. And give me eternal life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Awesome. I hope this word blessed you. Have an amazing day.